Welcome to the Business of Beers podcast. This is the place where we help entrepreneurs expand their business, build their wealth, and generate passive income. I'm your host, Brian Beers, an entrepreneur who's on a mission to inspire growth from everyone around me. Remember that you need to take the action others won't, and you can live the life that others don't. Please be sure to check out my weekly newsletter that now drops every Thursday. It includes one quote, one tweet, one podcast recommendation, plus some business and investing insight from me. It's short and it's sweet. My goal is to provide you with just a couple gold nuggets to help inspire your growth. Go to brianbeers.com to subscribe. Welcome to the Business with Beers podcast. My name is Brian Beers, and I'm here to help you create cash flow, wealth, and freedom through business ownership. One of the biggest reasons I love franchises is because they simplify the path to owning a business. So hit that subscribe button to learn more. Every week, I put on new episodes about finding, vetting, buying, operating, scaling, and selling franchises end-to-end. Today, I want to talk about my takeaways from my first week as a That One Painter franchisee. So here we go. We'll start with the most positive thing. We sold $32,000 of work in our very first week. And I'm super excited about that. We have a bunch of exterior work. We sold a small bathroom job, some pillars, some fences, a barn, kinds of random stuff. But um, pretty awesome feeling that very first week to do that. And actually today, this is Monday, we are we are actually doing that first job, going to be completed, paid end to end. So you know, been waiting five months to get this business off the ground. I've thought about it a lot. I've talked about it a lot. I've tweeted a lot about it. And so really exciting to see, you know, everything come to fruition and to actually start making some money here, or at least c- collecting some money here. So no, that's the best news. 32 grand. I hope this week, my goal is that we sell over $40,000 worth of work. We probably have you know 40 to 50 grand of stuff in the pipeline from last week that I feel pretty good about, like from, from you know the feedback from the customers. And we just got to get sold. Plus, you know, we're going to have a whole bunch of new, new leads come in. So that would be very exciting for me. My break even right now is about $35,000 of sales. So I got to do roughly $35,000 to not lose money. Um, and so 32, our very first week is, is freaking awesome. As part of that $35,000 break even, you know, we have, we're spending a ton of money on, on this grand opening marketing. I've got three territory managers. I've got a regional director. Everybody's got trucks. Uh, you know, and we are, building this business to be a $15 million a year business from zero. That is my goal to get to $15 million. And so, you know, other people have heard that like 32 grand, you're not making any money. Like what the hell? Um, and if you were a small, like single franchisee, you know, one guy, like, yeah, you'd be profitable, but you know, that's not the game I'm playing. I'm playing a much bigger game. And so, yeah, I'm going to put money up and it's going to take us more sales to get to the point where I'm making money, but my returns gonna be much bigger. So, my team rocks. So I want to talk about the structure a little bit. I know I've, I've talked about this in the past, but we are following what is called the CEO model. So I'm the CEO, right? As a CEO, my job is to invest capital into hiring great people. I set a clear vision for everybody to, to, to follow. I you know, hold them accountable. I help celebrate wins. But my job is not to go and sell paint. My job is to not you know, breathe down the necks of our sales guys to make sure they're selling paint. Uh, my job is to provide all those things. And so the way I have it structured is, you know, I'm the CEO. We have a regional director who, you know, has worked for me for eight years now. You know, he is part of a group of other regional directors around the country in the same role. And so he gets, he goes, he gets trained every single day. He's working shoulder to shoulder with the sales guys and leading by example. He's knocking on doors. 
right? We do NORDOCking. He's making cold calls to follow up with referral partners. He joined one of our guys for a 6.30 a.m. estimate. You know, he is leading by example and will do whatever it takes. And so that's his role. We got three awesome location managers who are every single day hustling to build relationships with his partners, knock on the doors, follow up on the estimates, sell the jobs, manage the, the projects, you know, build the relationships with the painters and doing all that. And so with this model, I probably spend about five hours a week on this business right now and you know, primarily celebrating wins. I'm on our daily conference calls, we'll talk about in a second. And you know, it's it's working so far. And so this is the same way I run our $42 million a year auto repair business. Success is disconnected from my time because of the team we built and the system we built. And this is how we scale a business. So this is how I'm going to continue to scale Midas to 50 million plus this year because we have a really excellent team that runs all the day-to-day. And paint, I'm going to build this to 15 million plus per year. Same thing because I've got an awesome you know, person leading that charge. Like somebody has to do the work. For most people, when you start out, it's, you know, you as the owner, you wear every hat. But, you know, as you gain experience, you know, as you make more money and you have more capital to invest, you know, investing in people gets like, you have so much a better return. Because then now I'm able to, again, do the same thing. And I can go in and I can invest into a garage door business or a window washing business or, or roofing or blinds or gutters. Like, you know, it's, it becomes infinitely scalable if I can put really good people in, give them the capital, give them the, the direction. And then, you know, I'm there from a leadership board member kind of vision, but, but that disconnects my time because I only have so many hours in a week. And so do you. And so anyway, that is the model that I'm running. And so far, so good. Number, the second thing I want to talk about is I wish it was warmer. Like, you know, the paint seasonal, anything we can do inside is great. You know, right now it's still like in the forties in, in Philly and the thirties and the twenties. So it kind of varies day to day and we can't really do the exteriors until it's, you know, consistently, you know, in the forties or above. So, you know, that might be a little bit frustrating as we go through this because we can sell these jobs. Like we sold jobs, we collected deposits, but we can't actually do the work and, and fully get paid until it warms up. But hopefully in two, three weeks and then for the rest of the year until December, it won't be a problem. But anyway, wish it was warmer. You know, m- multi-unit is better than single unit. So now owning a single unit franchise is a roller coaster. Every location has these ups and downs. And we experienced this in the Midas business. A single location at Midas could have a 25% variance in its sales from you know this week to next week to the following week. 25% up and down and up and down, huge swings. When we get to a market, so like in, in Midas, one of our markets is, let's say, eight stores, that variance of a week-to-week sales gets cut in half. So we have about a 12% variance. And then down to the whole company, or I guess up to the whole company, we have a 6% variance. And so... I always like to think about it as, as running multi locations is like spinning plates and you get one going and it's, it's going great. And then another one starts to slow. You get that one going. Another one that was going good is slowing down. Another one crashes and breaks and, and you get another one going and it's like, it's this constant game, right? And, but when you have more locations, you can overall keep the entire business smoother. If you only had one location, one plate that you're spinning, man, that thing crashes and burns. Like you're not doing well. And yeah, it becomes, if it's, if it's spinning real fast and it's profitable and it's just cranking, you're making more money, at least on a percentage basis than, than what I do. Um, and so if you can go multi-unit, more units you have, smoother that override becomes. Of, of our 32 grand we sold, 20 of it was from one location, 5K was from another, and like 6K was from the other. 
So I had one location do 20, another two do, you know, whatever, five and five and seven. And if I only had one of the, if I only had the one location did five grand, I mean, I wouldn't be as pumped as I am right now, right? And so, you know, keep that in mind. And this week, like the location that only sold five could sell 25 or 30 and the guy who sold 20 may only sell five. That's just kind of how it goes in this business. The next thing is the marketing works. Like one of the biggest reasons we bought into that one painter was their claim of being a good digital marketer and having this call center. And like 20, like $30,000, like almost all of our work except one job, we had one referral job, almost all of our work came from Facebook and Google ads. It was amazing. One of the customers clicked the ad at 8 a.m., the call center booked them like immediately, same day appointment. Our guy shows up at three or three or four, quotes on the spot, sells on the spot. And the customer even said he was impressed with how smooth and quick this whole process was. And this is like why you buy into a franchise. It should be plug and play, especially in a in a you know consumer facing model like that one painter, where it's like there's a million painters, right? So like, how do you differentiate your differentiate yourself? You do it through marketing. So anyway. I've been super impressed with that. You know, even today, like I got one of my guys has four or five estimates today already lined up from, from the market. And so, uh, anyway, it was sold as like one of their key things. I'm g- really glad to see it's, it's working and we're going to continue to invest a ton of money into marketing to ramp this thing up even quicker. When you buy into a franchise, you're going to have like a minimum marketing spend you have to spend. I think it's uh, $3,000 a month. You also have some sort of grand opening marketing. So like I'm spending, I don't know, s- almost 7,000 a month right now. So more than double. But if I see an ROI, if man, if we can ramp this thing up and, and start doing a you know, hundred grand per territory per month, like I'm gonna continue spending that money because like where am I else am I gonna invest this money? Like I put in the stock market and I earn eight percent, ten percent. I can put it into ads and and if if that money could earn me like a multiple on it, right? Like I could earn I might I might get a two hundred percent return on these things or a thousand percent return. That's the difference here. And when you think about investing in, in your own business and putting money back into the business, like when people say that, what does that mean? Well, it means like investing in people, like hiring really good people. It also means investing in marketing as long as you're getting a strong ROI. If you start to see diminishing returns where like you're spending more and more, but you're not actually getting any more, then, you know, you've saturated the market, time to tune it back. Uh, or in my case, you know, I'm just be opening up more locations and I'll just put that marketing money to, to, to a new territory. Strong support. So, like another big reason you buy in a franchise is you have this idea and belief that like the support you're going to get is strong. So my team, we've had zero experience selling paint. Zero. None of my sales guys have done it before. We've only had book knowledge up to this point. So we go through the training and like we go on site, uh, but you know, we've never actually done it. Right. So don't, don't, don't tell our customers this, but our painters have, our painters are experienced. It's, it's us as the salespeople have no idea. And so when our guys go on site to quote something, they see things they've never saw before because we're new, right? And But they call corporate. They call other franchise teams. They ask, what products do I need? How much time do you think this is going to take? How much, how, much, how much product do I need? What's the right one? And the support has been absolutely phenomenal. Like Our guys then can pretty much go back to the customer, be very confident in what they pre- uh, present, and you know we're f- faking it until we make it. And so, anyway, super proud of our guys to like think on the spot, like call somebody up, uh, and, and make it happen versus them thinking, oh, well, let me get back to you. And a couple of days later, they, they, they get back to them. Like, our goal is sense of urgency, sell on the spot, do everything on the spot. And so good to see it. Daily huddles. You know, my team huddles 9 a.m. every, you know, Monday through Friday. And each person on the call shares their win from yesterday and what their plan is for today. 
These quick meetings have been so valuable. One guy has figured out, you know, how Home Depot can send us leads. And then the other guys say, all right, well, let me go today. And like, I'm going to go meet all my Home Depots. Or, you know, he says, talks about a Sherwin-Williams or this painter partner. Or, hey, you know, I had this, this estimate, you know, we quoted seven grand and the lady tells me we're like double, like the next closest guy. Like, I think I messed something up. And then we talk through the estimate and then he, going back to the customer to try to, uh, you know, fall on the sword, take some responsibility, say, hey, I, you know, listen, I messed up on this. Um, and here, here's what we can do for you. And so anyway, there's, you know, these are so valuable. So if, you know, highly recommend in your business, get everybody together really quick. We use Google Meet, super easy. Uh, and there's nothing better than starting off your day with some positive energy and sets the goal of these calls. Just talk about some wins, you know, get some positive energy going and, and go out and crush the day. I have a race to 150,000 a month. As I talked about earlier, 35K is my break even, which is about 150,000 in, in uh, sales for these three locations. And so once we hit 150,000 sold, I'm going to have two other locations launched. And so it takes a couple weeks to get them launched. I got to buy a truck. I got to hire a guy. I'm getting trained, the thing wrapped, the marketing turned on, all that. Uh, but pretty much my plan is, you know, if next week, if this week goes well, you know, to start get those things in motion. And then by the time, you know, those other two locations are ready to roll, you know, we'll, we'll have achieved 150,000. At least that's my plan. And so that could happen as quickly as three weeks from now. If we continue to ramp this thing up. And so if you want to learn more, you know, shoot me a message on, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, wherever, wherever we're connected. You know, my team has helped a bunch of people get into that one painter and other franchises that are also awesome with, with great support, great marketing, great business plans. And, you know, I believe, you know, scaling multi-unit franchises is the best path for ordinary people to generate cash flow, to build wealth, to get more freedom. Like I'm just an ordinary guy. You know, I've done this before in terms of Midas, but like none of this is rocket science. I mean, we're, we're literally following the playbook of, of here's our sales process. Here's our estimating process. You know, we get painters who can do the work. We just make sure they do a good job, you know, cause we aren't painting, but that's the whole point of a franchise and the whole point of running a business, right? Is you got different guys with different skills. So anyway, shoot me a message. I'm happy to help you buy a franchise that meets your goals, you, you know, your budget makes sense where you live and all that. So anyhow, there's my update. I'm going to be providing more updates as we go along, but uh, until next time, cheers. That's all we got for this episode with the Business with Beers podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is to rate the show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Also, make sure to link up with me on your preferred social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find all my links at brianbeers.com. Please just share the podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember to take the actions others won't to live the life that others don't. 